everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Birdo. Hey, everyone. Look at a dragon at the movies. Uh, hey, dragon. <laughs> How are you? I was trying to, like, try a new one, but uh, just... Uh, dragon, I, I don't know what it is. I, just, I know. I can't, I can't hit my intros. That's okay. You'll figure I it out someday. It's, it's been, it's been <laughs> over a year, and it I still been. haven't been able to do this. Like, this is episode 73. <laughs> tried 73 times. More, because we're count- we started in zero. So yeah. 74 times. That is true. And just... Like, just, I don't know what to say, Dragon. I'm just a failure. A failure at life. I mean, look, I wasn't going to say that to you, but <laughs> I'm just glad you came to your your own conclusions. <laughs> um, All right, Dragon, how was your week? Uh, it's been fine. It's very, very cold today. It is 16 degrees outside right now. Sorry, 19 degrees. My bad. Was it? I, I don't know. I went out, you know, I was running today. Yeah, you went out running. I'm yeah. Shirtless. How far did you run? Uh, I did like six miles. Shirtless, no big deal. Shirtless, mm-hmm. shirtless, shirtless. Yeah, when it was had, sixteen degrees outside earlier, yeah. Well, I had a, I had a, I have a, I had a uh, mask on, so you know my lips weren't cold. <laughs> oh, okay. I actually did wear my mask like walking around outside today because it was cold. <laughs> it's just cold. Yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> today, today was the day because I, I did, I, you know, I had a full regalia. I had my, my, my running jacket. I even like something that I rarely have is one of those like uh, skis. Hats. I don't know what you call it. Mm-hmm. Like it just covers your head and then up until it covers everything except for your eyes. Uh-huh. And like I have it down by my by my chin. And as I'm running, I'm like I I understand anyone who's wearing a mask outside. Yeah, today. yeah, for for <laughs> sure. I went because I'm going home uh, this weekend uh, to see my parents for uh, Christmas time. You know, redo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went and got tested this morning, and uh, it the, the people in the van, bless them, they're outside in like you know 15 degree weather to test people for COVID, and there was no Jesus. line, <laughs> Pardon, no line, zero line. Jesus, <laughs> uh, perfect. Yep, but uh, yeah, they were they were very nice. They're very right. nice people. But anyway, uh, so yeah. The thing is, the best time to get COVID tested is when it's in the teens because yes. no one wants to go get tested. Exactly. Nobody wants to be outside waiting waiting in line at the van. <laughs> okay, and it's past perfect. it's past Christmas. Everybody's like, fuck it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, everyone was just getting tested to go visit their family. What are they yeah. gonna get tested for no reason though? Yeah. And we're past that we're like almost two weeks past uh New Year's. So everybody who got COVID at the parties is over with, so Yeah, so we're well, good. Yeah, well we'll see. We shall well, see. Uh but yeah. anyway, how how are you, Berto? Me, I'm I don't know. I'm fine. I don't fine. know what to tell you. This, okay. I wish I could tell you that I did something, but if I'm going to be honest, I did nothing. Yeah. That I mean, sounds, that's, that sounds that's about right. Now. I mean, I've just been moving things around in the gym just to make myself feel useful. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. Adorable. Adorable. <laughs> yes. Um very exciting, yeah. And you've been sending me the pictures of the gym. Like, do you like it like this? <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Just so, just so everyone knows that I'm like doing something. Just so, like, they don't just wonder, like, what does Bruno do all day? Well, I assume when you're at the gym and nobody's there, you're just like on your phone or sleeping. That's that my <laughs> assumption. Um, okay. Anyway, should we get into this, bro? Yeah, let's do this. Let's, okay. Uh, let's start this bad boy. All right, okay. Dragon. Yes. Let's start with our very first segment. All right. Okay. Of the little segment we call. Dragon on the couch. Okay. Dragon? Yes. What did you watch on the couch this week? Um, so this week I did stay on the couch, actually. I did not venture out. Um, and uh, I'll talk about a few things. So first, Andrew and I watched Philadelphia. Okay. Before we start, yes. can I just say how mm-hmm. happy I am that you are keeping with this month's theme <laughs> of uh, Antonio Banderas theme <laughs> for our Jen Banderas <laughs> month? 
<laughs> yep. Yep. Antonio Janbenteris. <laughs> it is very interesting, isn't it? He just like happened to he just keeps coming up and stuff. <laughs> In specifically like mid nineties uh dramas. So anyway, uh yeah, this movie of course is Philadelphia from nineteen ninety three, which uh stars Tom Hanks and actually Antonio Banderas and Denzel Washington. Um and it's about uh Tom Hanks is a lawyer who gets AIDS, um and is maybe or maybe not fired because he has AIDS. Um, well, he was fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The well, question he, is, yes, why, why was he fired? Why was he fired? Exactly. And yes. there's a, there's a lawsuit and everything. I had actually never seen it. I like knew the plot because it's mm-hmm. like in you know popular cult- culture at this point, but I had never seen it. Uh, and you know, it's kind of a bummer. Berto, did you know the movie Philadelphia? Kind of a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be like a, a heartwarming film, right? Is this supposed to be heartwarming? I mean, it's supposed to. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because it's supposed to be teaching you stuff about about what friendship is and right. what. Like, how, how accepting we are as, of others. Like, right. one of my favorite... I'm sorry. You, you talk about the movie. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear you. No. One, one of my favorite scenes is when um, uh, Tom Hanks first walks into Denzel Washington's office, mm-hmm. and uh, he tells him he has AIDS, and then suddenly Denzel Washington just starts staring at everything he's touching. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was like a very real thought oh, at oh. the time. I'm sure. Well, it was, it was also this movie was a good, like, I had to be like, right, this is from 1993. Because, like, you know, the whole, like, oh, you, like, you can't be in the same room with somebody with AIDS or something like that. Like, that's so ridiculous to us now, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but back then, that, but like, back that's then, what they yeah. were told. Yeah, that, like, people, and, like, to, to think that there was a time when you, like, didn't know exactly how you could get it or how it was spread or anything. That's crazy. Look, so so I know I know your boy, uh, uh, what's his name, um, Fauci is in the news, but there was a point, there's a video, there's an actual video of Fauci explaining to people of, like, how... Uh, you could spread AIDS with cereal boxes because they leave it on the cereal boxes. No, no. And, but this is like way early what? on yeah, when yeah, they yeah. barely understood anything. So, right. But yeah, like so, so it's like we barely like at this point they understood it, but it wasn't in the popular like. Not everybody mindset. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's one thing that like everyone not everyone knows. It's like kind of like, well, this is the fact, but the facts still haven't drizzled down to the everyday person. Right. 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 Um, anyway, it was really interesting. It's, a, I mean, it's a great movie. It's really well done. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, a bummer. Um, so anyway, so we watched that. Um, and then I also, oh my God. Okay. So we uh, watched the new Paul Verhoeven movie. Yes. Uh, Benedetta, which is, mm-hmm. uh, oh, by the way, Philadelphia is on Prime if you want to watch yeah. it. And that's it? That's all you want to talk about? No, no, I mean, no. no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking, that, that's not, you're just moving on. Not Tom Hanks winning the fucking Oscar for that. No, but it makes sense. You just that Tom like, Hanks yeah, it was won. good, and then you moved on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what am I going to say? Like, it's, I feel like it's a movie know. that, like, everybody, like, most people have seen. It's, like, in the popular but culture. you haven't seen it's it. It's amazing. So. I mean, it's a good, it, here, here's, what, here's what I'll say about it. It's a really good movie. It's um, really well acted. The cast is insanely good. Uh, I'm not surprised Tom Hanks won an Oscar for it, which I actually didn't know, by the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, of course, but, like, I just didn't, you know, didn't think about it. Uh, I thought it was great. You want to hear a fun story? Yeah, go. So, uh, Jonathan Demme, is uh-huh. the, he was the director of that movie. Uh-huh. He is the same person who did uh, 1991 Silence of the Lambs. I do know that. That's actually why we watched it. That's why so, we watched Philadelphia. Interesting. So, when he finished Silence of the Lambs, and it was out and everything, he got protested from uh, LGTB, LGTBQ um, yep. community yep. because they were basically saying, like, how come, how come, you know, uh, trans people are always portrayed as villains and this and that? 
and he he basically had to like walk through protests Mm -hmm. and then one day he goes to his producer and he's like look at this because he picks up like a a sign of something that someone bought it he's like they got a point so that's when that and that's why he he made philadelphia yeah, that makes sense. Because he he saw the people protesting, and he was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You you're, you're not you're not represented. You're constantly present, represented as the bad guy. So let yeah. me try to find the movie and represent you as the good guys. And wasn't wasn't there a thing about like casting Tom Hanks as like the 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 man with AIDS was like a big well, deal at the time? Tom Hanks was still a comedic actor at this point. So mm-hmm. like I'm sure for them it was like how they it's kind of like whenever you get a new Batman and they're <laughs> like this is the worst Batman. He can't be Batman. <laughs> and then and then one movie later everybody's like he's Batman. What are you talking about? <laughs> Um, well, here, yeah, exactly. here's the, uh, so we, the reason we watched, um, the reason, one of the, one of the many reasons we watched Philadelphia is because, uh, Blank Check, our beloved, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> sister podcast, no, just kidding, another Apparently, podcast that I talk about all the time, I know, um, they're, so one of the directors, are coming off so thirsty, <laughs> I know, I know, one of the directors they're, they're doing is Jonathan Demme. Mm-hmm. Um, so Andrew watched like all of Jonathan Demi movies and, uh, Sans Limbs was in there. Um, you know, Philadelphia is in there and uh, the, all of the movies before Silence of the Lambs minus like one or two, I caught like a little bit of, and I got to tell you, I didn't like any of them. Um, yeah, I don't, I gotta be honest. I don't, I don't really think, I, I think of them as those two movies and that's yeah. it. Yeah. The rest of the movies were like weird, like, uh. They, they, you know what they reminded me of? Uh, what's the, sh- what's the TV show with the car? Oh God, this is gonna be bad. Um, the car is named the General. You know what I'm talking about? The car is named. Oh, General Lee. Uh, fucking Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, they're like yeah. weird Dukes of Hazard movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, well, look, I, I, they're not. They're like dramas, but like, but like comedic dramas, sort of, and they're set in that like kind of. Um, it's a silly, it's silliness. It's silliness. I, I don't even think they're supposed to be silly, though. Like, I think some of them are supposed to be, like, very serious. They're just not, I just don't, they're not for me. Like, I, I just mm-hmm. don't really like them. So it was crazy to, to like, watch Andrew kind of watch all these movies and have him be like, I really don't like these. And then the next one is, like, Silence of the Lambs. Like, which, one of the best. which is one of the greatest movies ever made. In, in, the, the last movie to win all the main five awards. In fucking insane. Yeah, insane to me. I just, I was like, well, maybe this is what Jen- Jonathan Demi can do when he's given, like, um like a something to work off of you know like a a a source material already that he has to adapt think about it he did silence of the lambs and then he follows it up with philadelphia Mm -hmm. and then just like nothing (laughs) basically (laughs) back back to nothing it's so weird it's it's really really odd uh but anyway are we done talking about philadelphia and jonathan demi now i will never be done talking about philadelphia (laughs) would you like to say anything else about philadelphia no, I'm actually done. <laughs> okay, I'm going to move on to Paul Verhoeven, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay, so next, of course, Paul Verhoeven. Um, Your boy. So, my boy. Uh, so we watched Benedetta, which is his new um, new movie that came out 2021. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it had like a, it ran in theaters, but I think it was like relatively limited in the theater. Like I think you could probably go to like one of the smaller theaters and see it, but. I think it's still somewhat, like if you go to like the IFC theater mm, in yeah. Manhattan or, or Angelica, I'm sure yeah, you can yeah. find it there. It's it's the, and it is the exact right movie for those places. So um, and you can also rent it. It's for rent on like Prime and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we watched it, and I can I tell you first of all, Berto blew my mind. Yes. This is a boats movie. It's a boats movie. It's a boats you know, movie. You know I love boats movies. So it is about a. Uh, yeah, I, sorry, do you have to explain what a boats movie is? I don't think so. Do uh, I? A boats yeah. movie is based on a true story. 
Okay, yeah. Because I, I think that's a term that me, you, and like five other people use. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, I wouldn't say, I will not, that's not in the common, uh, whatever, whatever, the, the vernacular of, of movie fans. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Okay, so Benedetta is uh it's based on the um it's based on a book uh mm-hmm. called Immod- Immodest Acts, um which is based on a, a real life story um about a uh, a nun from oh let me see I I'm trying to remember the the 15th no 16th century maybe 17th 17th century thank you thank you 17th century nun um. Who a lesbian nun essentially who uh, <laughs> uh, claims um, claims to have stigmata and all these miracles and uh, has this like lesbian love affair with uh, another one of the kind of non nuns in her convent and mm-hmm. um, is found out and uh, put on trial and all this stuff. It is, bro. It's so fucking good. This movie. Yeah. So, I. Would you? Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, here's the thing about it. So yeah. when I was watching it, I was like, wow, Paul Verhoeven really, like, you know, love him. Gotta love Paul Verhoeven, okay? Yeah. His movies all have at least one or two things great about them, right? I yes. was like, when I knew it was a Paul Verhoeven movie about nuns, I was like, great, on it. I think this is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was, I was ready for, like, whatever weirdness got thrown on screen, you know, to like, kind of jump into it. And I'm yeah. so glad I was because it, it really, like, it, it made the movie really fun. <laughs> And oh, you're like, saying you're saying it, it was. You weren't surprised by it. No, I wasn't surprised by it. I was like, this is exactly what I thought. Actually, it's a it's a little more toned down than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> to, okay, gotcha. to, be, to be honest, so I don't know about these expectation things going in, but I thought it was super duper fun. I highly recommend. Highly recommend Benedetta. If there, one of the things that I've heard like other podcasts that have like watched it and talked about it, like one of the things that like a lot of people are talking about is there's there's like. Two different scenes where farts play a big role in the scene. Okay. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I really, I was like, Paul Verhoeven, I fucking love you so much. Okay. So much. And I'll, by the way, this is like, some of this is mild spoilers about Benedetta, so sorry. But I, Oh, yeah, there's a I, fart, there's two fart moments in no, this. No, no, no. Like, like, spoiler alert, spoiler the, alert. The stigmata thing is a spoiler. Maybe I'll put it in the show notes, but like, it's just, I don't know. I highly, highly it's recommend. It's not because it's basically in the, like, when I when I Google it, it's like yeah. in the first line. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I, I highly recommend. I think it's I think it's great. I, I, I liked it. I liked watching it more than I liked watching Elle, which is his last movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that I still really liked a lot, but I, I thought L dragged a little bit in the middle, and um, this one I didn't think dragged at all. I I really enjoyed it, okay, basically just, through and through. So I just I just saw a quick like I'm not barely even reading the reviews, but like what the first line of a review is akin to uh, um, akin to lesbian softcore lesbian porn, and I'm like, oh, I'm in now. I kind of I mildly <laughs> disagree with that. Honestly. Yeah, I, I, I imagine he he he'll, he has it. He he tends to use his. He's not that type of director who's yeah. just gonna throw stuff in there for no reason. Yeah. Like if he's gonna have it be like nudity, it's like it's in there for a specific reason. Yes, and that and that's what there is. I mean, and to be fair, there is a lot of nudity. There's a lot of you know there are, are a lot of like lesbian like scenes or whatever. But none of it, nothing feels. It almost feels like him being like, well, of course you'd be naked here. You would be naked. Yeah. Like in this situation, or of course you would have like this weird sex thing. Like yeah, you would you would have this weird sex thing here. It just like nothing it, for a movie about like miracles sort of mm-hmm. um nothing about it felt 
forced. like forced or yeah or like out of place or anything like that which yeah, is gotcha. i think paul verhoeven is good at it's just good at that and i he i feel like he's a very truthful filmmaker regardless of how ridiculous yeah i agree the, like subject matter is fully agree with that so i highly recommend okay yeah i think you should check it out <laughs> okay thank you um Okay, uh, I have a couple more things, actually. So one of the other things that we just watched is uh, The Power of the Dog. So this is... Oh, my God. It's a dog documentary. <laughs> it is not. It is. Absolutely not. So oh. this is a Jane Campion film. It's directed by Jane Campion. And um, it came out this past year, 2021. Wait, Jane Campion? Why do I know that name? Um, so that's the next uh, blank okay, check so, yeah. person. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I forget her, what her, like, big thing is. She's the from piano. New Zealand. What she, is it? She makes, like, a movie every, like, five years. Yeah. yeah. And then oh, the piano. Yep. Over yep. It. Yeah. Yep. So the piano is probably the best known thing, but I, I'm, honestly, I never saw it, and I don't. No, I I'm didn't either. i through the movies. I don't think I've ever seen any of these. I don't, I haven't either. Um, so, Power of the Dog, though. Um, so, it's a, it is a, um, Western Mm-hmm. sort of well it's set during that time it's set during like it's actually set in 1925 okay um like out west in montana i think um it has a, an amazing cast uh like just truly truly very good benedict cumberbatch is in it kirsten dunst oh, is in it mm-hmm. um yep jesse plemons is in it um just plemons okay mm-hmm. it it it's it's super duper well acted and i actually it's a slow movie that i enjoyed I would say. And, sorry, and Paul Dano's in this too. Paul Dano's in it? That's what, according to IMDb. Um, there are a lot of, like, kind of small bit characters on the side. Ah, uh, so he's probably one of those. Okay. Yeah. This also says Elizabeth Moss is in it. I don't remember seeing her in it at all. But again, they're like, they're like kind of these like side characters, really small characters that come mm-hmm. and go. Uh, but like the main characters are Jesse Plumas, Kirsten Dunst, and Benedict Cumberbatch. And then Cody Smith McPhee um, is in it as well. Uh, who I don't, he looks very familiar to me, but I can't place where he's from and I forgot to look it up. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I, I don't want to give too much about it away because it's like a slow movie that kind of reveals itself as you go. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed watching it. I, I think it was worth, it was worth the, you know, two hour runtime or whatever. Okay. <laughs> and I just, I really like Benedict Cumberbatch as an actor and I, I think he does a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's amazing. He's an amazing actor. Yeah. Are you going to see this or do you know anything about it? No, but I see it's on Netflix. I probably will watch it. Yeah. Um, let me read you the IMDb description because I think this will do a, a good job. So a domineering rancher responds with mocking cruelty when his brother brings home a new wife and her son until the unexpected comes to pass. That's, yes. <laughs> that's the... I expect the, unexpe- the unexpected is a dog. Yeah. <laughs> there is Otherwise, a dog. Why would you have dog? Why would you have dog in the title? Yeah. Um, anyway, it's on Netflix. So, okay. uh, I, again, I think it's pretty good. It's worth checking out. It's a, it's very much a drama. Like, it is, there's okay. no, uh, there is no comedy and no action. There's, there's no, uh, there's no softcore, none pornography. <laughs> no, softcore. No. no? No. I think Benedetta is a funner movie, for sure. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> for sure. Um, okay. And the, the it, it's on Netflix. Power of the Dog is on Netflix. Um, so the the last thing I want to talk about is I've done I've gone back and watched Ink Master again, <laughs> or not again. Yeah, so there are seasons I there are seasons I haven't seen, mm-hmm. and I was just I was in the mood for a uh, I was in the mood for a stupid TV show where they make things. So wh- whether it be Project Runway or um, 
there was an art one. I forget what it was called, what it's called now or whatever. Um, so anyway, I, I, we recently got access to Paramount Plus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I am uh, going into that really piece of, piece of shit app to watch, <laughs> <laughs> to watch many, many, many episodes of Ingmaster. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, they have most of the seasons on there, I think. So uh, anyway, that's just my like fun, stupid show that I've been watching. It also, man, I... I love that show for a lot of reasons. Like I like, I, I love uh, tattoos. I think they're like a great form of art. I really like that they're like this living art that changes with people's bodies. I like the like wild diversity of tattoos from like, you know, portraiture to like whatever new school stuff. Although new school is not my favorite. But anyway, I really, I just really, really enjoy the art of tattooing. Yeah. But man, it, it does not fucking lend itself to um a reality tv show <laughs> reality tv shows in in terms of like the type of tat like the the quality of tattoos that they give somebody when they're under pressure and they only have six hours and like they have to like design the whole thing for some like i don't know it's just it's one of those things where i was like i don't i don't know where they're getting these people that are coming onto ink master to get tattooed but i would never in a million years be one of those people <laughs> Gotcha. Like yeah. the last uh, thing yeah, I would I want, the last thing I would want is my tattoo artist to be like, okay, uh, I only have six hours to do this fifteen-hour tattoo, so. <laughs> and uh, and also, I have to do half of it, and then I'm gonna we're gonna yes. switch over, and someone else is gonna finish it. Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> a thousand Some percent shit like yes. that. It, 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 all the time, all the fucking time they do this, <laughs> and it's just me being like, I, like I, <laughs> you're ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> Yet here I am watching it every time. Yeah, yeah true every single right. time anyway so the, those are that's, those are some of the things that i've been watching this week uh Berto, what have you been watching this week for a little segment we like to call Berto on the bed okay so first i'm going to start with uh i went out to the theater strip oh and i watched a little movie called the king's man now dragon you know i know that you are a huge huge fan of the Kingsman franchise right uh that marvel the marvel the marvel uh comic the Kingsman. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, the Kingsman is the the basically were two movies that you know a, a movie and a sequel, and uh -huh. they are basically kind of it, it's supposed to mock the the James Bond franchise. Mm -hmm. It's like with Colin Firth and uh, I forget who plays the main fucking character. Um, but anyway, the Kingsman is just it's a uh, it's just a couple of movies that came out. It's supposed to be like this kid gets in, is this you know he gets inducted into a spy organization called the Kingsman. Mm -hmm. And um, this is basically they, what they did was like, uh, oh, let's go back to the beginning and show you the, how this came to be, how the Kingsman came to be. Uh, this is, by the way, a Matthew Vaughn film. The All three movies are, are directed by Matthew Vaughn. Okay. Who, if you don't know, he did Kick-Ass. Oh, thank and you. That's actually Kings, very helpful. <laughs> the, the other Kingsman movies. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, so he... I, Wait, I have a question about this movie. Was this ahead. a movie that was supposed to be released like two years ago? Oh my God, yes. Okay, because I was like, this sounds like a movie I saw previews for like a couple of years ago. But yes. that makes sense then. Yep. Okay, got okay. it. So okay, so here's the thing. Yes. Um, the first forty minutes of the movie, I was like, oh boy, this is really dragging. This mm. is really dragging. Well, I mean, it starts off in like nineteen. I think it's like nineteen o two. Mm -hmm. because uh, it's basically during the Boers War. Of course, we all know the Boers War. I don't have to go into that, right, Dragon? I truly have no idea what it's you're talking about. Basically, England <laughs> England in South Africa uh, creating concentration camps Ooh. to try to, uh, you know, get more power in South Africa. Okay. 
but that that's initially basically they basically just it starts off with that okay and then um the the main character in this here his wife gets killed and um she's like promise me that you're gonna end war for our child and he's like okay i promise and then it like fast forwards to like uh 1914 you know no. oh no <laughs> yeah so um he's a very like wealthy like he's a duke of fucking some some place he's super wealthy uber elite and um he's he basically he works for like the red cross so he mm-hmm. he frames from any type of conflict and uh then it turns out that like oh he's actually you know he him he is actually some type of like super spy who's out there trying to like figure out what's going on in the world and like trying to fix it mm-hmm. and there's a, a a group of a cabal i guess you could say of people trying to create a war to destroy england and that's that's it's always implied that um world war one started because of these people oh okay so now i will say this the first 40 minutes of this was needlessly it was needlessly long Okay. It was it was forty fucking minutes before you get to act before you finish Act One before they finally set into motion like what the story is about, mm-hmm. and it's just like oof like Jesus Christ this is so long this is like what is going on why is this taking so but then after the forty minutes that's when I was like oh okay now the movie's fun again because the action picks up mm-hmm. and he has uh, Matthew Vaughn has this um, type of action where he can also make it fun. Like Rasputin is a character in this, and Rasputin, Rasputin is, fighting is a character in it. Yeah, Rasputin, Rasputin is fighting people in a way that's like he's doing the traditional like Russian dance as he's fighting. <laughs> it's fucking great. That's funny. But he, the problem is also he he dies halfway into the movie, and uh, like he's he's the most he, he's the most charismatic character by far. Mm. So once he dies, I'm like, God damn it! I wish I wish I wish he was like in the rest of the movie. Fair. Uh, but yeah, if you can get past the first 40 minutes, the rest of it will be fun. But it, I, I thought it was an okay movie. I, I actually enjoyed myself watching it. I, do I didn't not, think it was stupid. I, I do not think that I will see it, probably. Probably not. Mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't see the first two, so you have no idea why it would even work. Accurate. But And it also, like, it, it's funny how it gives you, like, it, it kind of makes some things... It, it, here's a weird thing. It takes some things really accurately, mm-hmm. and then it takes some things that like, just, like... They just fucking wing it. So, for example, like they tell, they do a quick summary of what World War One was, and they ignore the fact that France was involved involved in this, <laughs> right? Which like makes no sense. Right? No, no, it it does not. It certainly does not. <laughs> but they take great pain to basically show the assassination of Archduke Fer- uh, Franz Franz Ferdinand. Ferdinand which started the war, they go into, like, it is painfully, and not painfully, but it is, it's actually enjoyably accurate as to how it actually happened. It's weird. Where there was an initial, like, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, did they do the, do, in- wait, did they do the, the like, <laughs> fuck-ups that led up to him dying? Yeah, or they, they did just, the like, tried to kill him, like, three the, times? <laughs> the bomb, like, blew up. Blew, the bomb was thrown, but it was, like, it, it hit the car next to him. Yeah. And then that blew up. And then, like, he does a whole speech, and then two hours later, he gets shot because the car takes, like, a, he t- instead of making a right turn, it takes a left turn. And then it, he, it like, can't back stalled. up. Then it the can't car, back up. <laughs> no, it starts backing up, and then it stalls. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, by happenstance, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy who fucking shot him? Uh, I know. I, I'm Ponche. never going to remember. It's something with a P. 
that that guy like fucking like just like literally is sitting outside like oh my god i can't believe this i fucked up it's so terrible and then next thing you know is he just sees the fucking the archduke frank ferdinand like pass by mm-hmm. and in the car and he's like this is like this doesn't even fucking make sense <laughs> so and then he just pulls out the gun and shoots him so it's like it's it's hilarious how that was super accurate but yet they they talk about like world war one without even mentioning france that's really, that's really weird <laughs> yeah i like, guess you I gotta was, take you gotta take some liberties you know yeah yeah and also like you can't I, and like i know like basically when that first happened i was like they're not even talking about france and then i was like you know what like look why would i complain about it like they're trying to so they're trying to make this yeah. they're trying to dumb it down for people who don't know about it and like you in order to tell the story that they're telling you don't need friends well it's also it's just a movie yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what am I? How dare they? People are going to think France wasn't involved in World War One. A movie like, based on a, a Marvel fucking, comic book, seemingly. It's so a fucking movie. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fine. Uh, okay, bro. Well, All fun. Right. Is that, that's still so, in theaters. Yeah, I, it's it's um it's worth it for the action scenes. Again, like just if you can just stretch through the first forty minutes, it's it's going to be mm. fun. Uh, yeah, it's still in movie. It's still in the theaters. Even though they, uh, I feel like I feel like they honestly are just trying to like just pass it through, and then it's one of those movies that I feel like they just put out to just be like, all right, well, this was on the this was filmed, so let's just throw it out there, yeah, barely yeah, yeah. advertised or anything. Yeah, well, then because they they blew all their advertising budget budget two years ago, yeah, <laughs> and then I can't imagine why it didn't come out. But there you yeah. go. but here we are. Uh, okay, exciting. Yeah. Oh, and uh, by the way, um, the main actor in this is uh, fucking Ralph Fiennes. Who's is he? Sixty at this? He's sixty Rafe. years old. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Ray Fines, your boy. Mm-hmm. He's sixty years old. So and yet he like whatever they did, the, the action scenes were fucking great. Really? Yeah. The cut, whatever they did to cut and then put in like stunt doubles and all that stuff. Yeah. It was it was fucking great. So when, whenever so, I think of Ray Fines, I wanna I wanna watch Red Dragon. <laughs> um, I mean, I want to watch uh, Schindler's List, but whatever. I've never seen Schindler's List. <laughs> really? That's yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those movies where I'm like, I know I should watch it. Like, I really, really know I should watch it. But mm-hmm. also, it seems really like it's very long and it seems very sad. And I'm like, I just it's don't. Very, very sad. <laughs> I just don't. I can't sit down to do it. You know what I, I mean? I get you. I understand. I understand. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so basically, watching this, I just kept thinking like, Ray Fiennes is 60 years old and looks. He, the action scenes are fucking great. So Keanu Reeves fucking doing force pushing uh, in the Matrix Four, it just it made it look st- stupider. Uh, that's funny. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. What's next? All right. So next, I saw a little movie. It's called The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, I'm excited to hear about this because I kind of want to watch it. So I saw this. This one is on the HBOs, mm-hmm. and uh, it is starring um, Tammy. It's I'm sorry. It's starring Jessica Chastain. Uh-huh. as playing the titular Tammy Faye uh-huh. and your boy Andrew Garfield playing her husband Jim Baker. That's why I want to watch it. <laughs> now. Yeah. The acting in this is amazing. Yeah. Just uh, simply amazing. Like, I mean based are, on based on the actors you said that makes sense. They're they're fun both of them are just amazing. Lo- love their acting. I love the segment. I love every time they're on they're on screen. I loved all the extra stuff, but at the end of it I was just sitting there watching singing to myself like I don't understand what the point of this movie was, because mm. it, it kind of like condemns condemns Tammy Faye, but then makes you feel pity towards her. And then right. like, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, it and it wasn't like I want to say it was a it was biographical to tell you the story, mm-hmm. but it really didn't. 
Interesting. They just were like, yeah, so then they were working they were working here and then they made their own and then it's like they did this and I'm like, you know, a movie would normally go through the trials and tribulations of what it took for them to rise to this point. Yeah. But instead they kind of just they just kind of did like, okay, they were working here, then yada yada yada, now they have the biggest network in fucking cable. Well, oh, interesting. The biggest like religious Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. segment in cable. Did they talk about their them being scam artists and stuff? Uh, yes, that, okay, it, but that's the thing. Like, it didn't talk about it at all until like twenty minutes in. Oh, weird. Until, sorry, twenty minutes left in the movie when they suddenly just said like, "Yep, Garfield is uh, uh Andrew Garfield was scamming everyone," and it's like, wait, like th- maybe have something to set that up. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't understand what it was about. Like, I didn't huh. understand what the purpose of the movie was. Interesting. But I still liked it a lot. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I guess I I feel like I. I listened to a uh, a podcast about um, scam artists. Is it blank check? Blank check? No, it's not blank check. About scam artists, and they they did a they did and scam um, artist blank check. They did an episode. They did a whole se- um, season on like uh, scam artists that scam like their communities. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Rick Baker and Tammy Faye were one of them. Yeah. Well, he he went to jail. She uh, she basically yeah, she got didn't, out, but yeah, she got yeah. shunned by her community. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess, you know what, I think, I think I know what the point of the movie was, but it really wasn't revealed until the last scene. Mm. And that was just like, Tammy Faye always dreamed herself being bigger than what she actually was. Yeah. And so she wanted to be a, a famous star and like, like a big star and like God means, God, God, uh, God wants better for me or something like that. Yeah. And like, it's not shown until the end, maybe. I, I that's the thing. I, I, I would be interested to hear your, you talk about it because I'm like... At the end of it, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what the point of this was. Interesting. Okay. Well, if I watch it, I'll, I'll report back. Okay. Um. um all right. What else? Uh, so, I also watched a little movie. It's called uh, Finale. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, this was on Amazon Prime. Okay. I literally clicked on it because I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so it's on Amazon Prime, uh-huh. and as I started watching it they're talking funny and i was like wait a minute and then it turned out that this was a i believe it was uh let me look it might be a dutch movie okay but uh, yeah so they like i i I, for some reason in my head i was like this this is gonna be in english because i don't know why but (laughs) i think it was a dutch movie i can't i can't remember enough my head hurts that's okay but um Basically, I watch. It's just like this: these two people who work at a like a gas pump, not uh-huh. a gas pump, a, you know, gas pump, and then the convenience store inside. Uh-huh. These two women, and like, basically, they get kidnapped into some weird. Um, I'm gonna call it torture porn video that they were filming. Okay. Yeah, and then they kind of, you know, that that's the movie basically but the movie what happens is they show you the end okay and then they they keep showing the the night that they got kidnapped as like a they they show you the end in pieces mm-hmm. and then they show you the the day the day leading up to when they got kidnapped interesting so i liked the day leading up to when they got kidnapped once they got to the point where they were like okay they're kidnapped and now the the person is like torturing them and shit mm-hmm. that that kind of that that's when it kind of fell apart okay but um in the the tension and everything that happened as the lead up as they're like it seems like someone is like um what's it called harassing them for some reason Mm -hmm. it was like okay this is like like oh like they're doing a lot of really good stuff with drama and stuff like that 
but uh yeah once it happened once once it fucking like got to the ending where it's like all right let me show you where this madman is now doing crazy stuff to them i was like all right now this kind of just became stupid interesting i uh i've never heard of this i don't think um oh it's it's also called the ring the ringmaster that's what it was called i'm sorry and by the way it was danish danish i see i see not dutch danish interesting it was Um, a d yeah you were close uh i know i've never heard of it yeah it was weird because one thing that that i did because i googled it as we were watching it i was like oh oh my god um oscar isaac is going to be in this and no that was just a, that's someone a different must have, that's a different movie name fi- finale or something like i'm that. assuming but but somebody fucked up when they when they, when they uh attached his name to it he is definitely not in this movie <laughs> fair enough but yeah it was like half of it was very and half of it i thought was really good especially as like a horror thriller mm-hmm. and then the other half was kind of like torture porn which was like uh eh, kind of lost me yeah all right. all right interesting um okay and then we go to one last movie okay uh now this one is on the little network called hbo max okay just that tiny i don't know if you've heard of it Okay, I haven't. But, I've ne- okay. No, that seems really uh, niche. Okay, <laughs> so this is called Child 44. Now, um, Child 44, I'd never heard of, but it's starring uh, your boy, your your favorite of the thick boys, Tom Hardy. Oh, okay. And it also had Gary Oldman in it. Those are the okay. two fucking principals in this movie. And I'm like, how the fuck did I never When was it made? This movie? It was made in 2015. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how I'd never heard of this movie. But anyway, uh, what it's about is um, a basically Tom Hardy plays a... He, he plays part of the secret police in uh, the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. And it's very loosely based on... Uh, who's that Russian serial killer? The Soviet... Not Russian. Soviet serial killer. Um, fuck is his name? God damn it. Uh, he killed like forty-four children. Yeah, I know. I know exactly who you're no, talking about. No, he killed about. like fifty-something children. I know who yeah. you're talking about, and I can't remember his name either. Um, starts with a P. I feel Chikatilo. Andre Chikatilo. Oh, never mind. Yeah, so it's loosely based on him, and um, basically what it's about is uh, Tom Hardy is a cop who's trying to who who is trying to solve the murder, but unfortunately, in Stalin's Soviet Union, murder is a capitalist crime. So mm-hmm. anytime right, the, right, the right. child dies, they're like, oh, he was it was a train accident. <laughs> and yet he has to like he so now he has to figure out who who's murdering these children without letting like anyone know yeah because obviously they'll get arrested but um it was very interesting also it was also interesting to see that tom hardy was part of the uh in the according to the movie tom hardy's character is part of the Holdemur, which if you don't know is when um stalin basically was like you know what soviet you know what ukraine you don't need grain, right? <laughs> For two years. So basically starved, I think it was three million people to death. Yeah. Or, you know, I assume, but I, I've been I've been looking at some memes on uh, Instagram telling me that that wasn't real. So <laughs> the fuck, fucking literally insane. <laughs> Literal insanity, but okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, so he was in that and then like, then he grew, he, he, and then he also plays, uh, like later on they show him in World War, uh, two, he's like a, a, a soldier who becomes like kind of like, uh, famous mm-hmm. in the Soviet Union. And then he, he basically parlays all that into becoming like, a uh, part of the secret police. Interesting. And it was, yeah. So it was very interesting to see n- not just, um, 
like like him trying to navigate that world and then what happens when you know he this does get banished and stuff like that it was very it was a very interesting movie i really liked it a lot okay um i it, it actually sounds interesting i is it how how heavy is it on like the horror of uh oh, um, they don't show anything oh okay. it's just it's they, it's kind of they they say what he does but mm-hmm. they don't show anything it's mostly so half of it is very good mm-hmm. which is when he's trying to hunt down chikatilo mm-hmm. it's not chikatilo but yeah when he's trying to hunt down chikatilo yeah but and then but the part where it's like this this whole thing about like him trying to like at one point his his wife tom hardy's wife is it's implicated that she might be a traitor mm-hmm. and he has to investigate her and stuff like that like that 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 whole part of it i was kind of like eh, it's not as good as the chikatilo part the chikatilo part was really good okay all right fair all right okay all right, uh, I got some other ones, but I guess I'll just leave that for the next time because we have got to go. <laughs> okay, sounds good. We gotta get get to this. Uh... Get, we gotta get going. Okay. All right, we gotta start off with a little segment we call "Dragon at the Movies." Mm-hmm. Dragon? Yes. I got to pick the movie. You sure and did. So <laughs> this week, since it is Antonio Janu Janu Teres. Janu Teres Janu Beres. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm from trying to trying to figure it out as we go. Yeah, <laughs> you're Antonio, doing great, bud. <laughs> Antonio Januberas month. <laughs> I chose 1995's Desperado. Mm-hmm. Now this one is an hour 44 minutes. It's currently on Netflix, and it is uh, it's directed by Robert Rodriguez, mm-hmm. and it's starring your boy Antonio Banderas mm-hmm. and Selma Hayek. Dragon. Yes. Why don't you go ahead and give me one of your famous oh, dragon at the movies okay so uh desperado is essentially about a uh guitar player whose wife was killed by the uh some drug drug boss um and he's seeking revenge on that boss um with a lot of dead people <laughs> that he shoots and that's what it's about now um i'm gonna say two things number one yeah, yeah. Um, you described the previous movie, which is El Mariachi, because <laughs> this is this is uh, the second part of a trilogy, by the way. Uh huh. Yeah. It's the first one is um, El Mariachi, mm-hmm. which is a Robert Rodriguez movie, which he made for like eight thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Um, and then he made Desperado, mm-hmm. and then he made uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Right. Which uh, I saw this week, but I'll talk about next week because I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for you. Right? <laughs> okay. Thank you. I've actually. I think I've seen weirdly Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I think I saw it like on TV when I was a kid. Okay. Yeah. Now, Dragon. Since this movie takes place in uh, Mexico, we're gonna do the rest of this podcast in Espanol. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, wait, I, I have a I have a question. Were you offended yes. that uh, the the unseen bad guy in this movie was a uh, Colombians on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. I was more offended at Antonio Banderas playing uh, what's brownface. <laughs> I think I texted you like he's playing brownface. He's 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 from Spain. <laughs> he's playing a Mexican. That's that's racist. Racist? How dare he? <laughs> racist. Um, but yeah. So okay. Uh, you kind of yada yada yada. Also, the the woman shot was not the was not the the character's wife. It was his girlfriend. Oh, oh, whatever. And he had met her. It, it happened. That actually, that's actually a scene from the first 
movie, except it wasn't Antonio Banderas, it was another character. Right, right, right. It was right. actually, um, so at, towards the end of the movie, when uh, he calls his, his friends, mm -hmm. and there's one guy with like a rocket launcher and one guy yeah, with yeah. two machine guns. Yeah. Um, it's the guy with two machine guns. Oh, that's He the, was the original actor. I see, I see. Who played the Antonio Banderas part. Um, well, that's exciting. In the, are you, wait, I, I just don't understand why Antonio Banderas didn't want to be in the $8,000, so like, what I assume a student film, <laughs> that Robert Rodriguez did. <laughs> well, it's probably because he'd never met him before. Previous but, yeah. to this. <laughs> and he also wasn't in Mexico, because he's established, he's from Spain. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Oh, he, was, he was too busy doing uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, yes. It was it was El Mariachi or Philadelphia. He's, he's really good in Philadelphia. You know, it took, me a sec it took me a second to realize it was him. He's he's a fucking good actor. Yeah, he is a good actor. He just I, honestly this I think this movie kind of put him into the action movie genre, and yeah. then he he kind of like not that he struggled in there, but he kind of like was stuck in there, so he I, didn't get a lot of. Um, I like, don't. I do not feel like Antonio Banderas looks like an action star. He doesn't. <laughs> at least by now nowadays. Yeah, and yeah, also, and yeah. That's like, true. He's also like quote unquote too old at this point in because in this movie he's thirty five. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, five years already too late. He's 35 when this movie was made? Yeah. Interesting. He's 35. Sama Hayek was about 30. Mm. So oh, yeah, he's I, 61 now. Yeah, think, think about it if they made it now. First mm. off, the, it would be a, uh, like, he, the, the main character would be fucking ripped, and at some point he would take his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. And just have a six-pack, ripped abs. For and, sure. And uh, Sama Hayek would never get casted because they'd be, like, 29, 30. She's way <laughs> too old. We need to find a 20-year-old. <laughs> Gross, but true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you want me to do? Fucking lie? <laughs> Gross, but true. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Okay, so, Dragon, what are your what are your initial thoughts about this movie? Okay, so I had never seen it. Mm -hmm. um, but I knew, like, vague things about it, right? Um, so I knew, I knew that Antonio Banderas was in it. I knew that Salma Hayek was in it. I did not know that Steve Buscemi was in it. And I did not know that Quentin Tarantino was in it. And I didn't know that Cheech Marin was in it. And I actually didn't know that Danny Trejo was in it. Um, but that's my bad because I should have. <laughs> the I mean, Danny Trejo one. <laughs> it's, it's Robert Rodriguez. So I should yeah. have just un understood that Danny Trejo would be in this movie. Um, so yeah, literally the movie opens and Steve Buscemi's there. And I was like, what's Steve Buscemi doing in this movie? He walks in and then starts talking to Cheech Marin. And it's like, wait, wait a minute, what's happening? I literally, and then, and then and like at a certain point, I was like, I, like in, so Steve Buscemi's there. He tells the story, whatever. And then, like, the second time he shows up at the church, I was like, I don't feel like Steve Buscemi should be in this movie. Like, I don't understand why he's here. I love Steve Buscemi. I'm glad he's here. I, like, enjoying it, whatever. But it just, like, doesn't really make sense in my head as to why Steve Buscemi is in this movie. Mm -hmm. Same with Quentin Tarantino, although I do think that his scene is funny. I, I just, I, I need you to understand that this movie was made by, uh, what's his name, Roberto Rodriguez. Yeah. Who... Um, I'm sorry, Robert Rodriguez, who I, I can easily say that he's probably the king of the B-movie. Yeah. Where he just goes like, you know what, I need this character. Like, I just want to put my friend in a movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care if he doesn't fit. I, my friend is going in the movie. Which I understand. And I do know that's how Robert Rodriguez kind of works. Like, he, his movies are all like, uh, I wanted to hang out with my friends and make something cool movies, yeah. I feel like. But, it, like, for example, Cheech Marin is in the next movie. Mm -hmm. 
And like, it's really? not the same. It's not the same character. <laughs> oh, okay. At least I don't think it's the same character. But well, it'd be hard funny, to have it be the same character. What's funny is that that character shows up in a, with a fucking eye patch. <laughs> so it's almost like like him going like it's not the same character, but I, I just want to do a little wink for my friend for the people who are fans of me. Yeah, that makes and sense. And it's like it. That's why that's why he is. That's why I say he's like the king of the beam movies <laughs> because he makes these movies that like it shouldn't work yeah but yet like like you just you kind of he's just like no we're just having fun what are you what are you what are you complaining about character like this character died and fucking this oh my god died in this it's like who gives a shit yeah and and it's very very evident in the fucking action scenes where it's like <laughs> people literally unload machine guns at Antonio Banderas and he doesn't move. He doesn't move and he also just doesn't get hit. <laughs> and, and then he just fires one gun and then somehow hits them perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, the first movie is exactly like that. And Mariachi is exactly like that. Yeah. Where where he's the guy's literally he's a guitar player. He's doesn't he's never held a gun in his life and he just picks up this fucking uh a guitar case full of guns and then starts just firing it and yet hitting people perfectly. Yep, yep, yep. So, it's just who he is. It's, it is what he is. Yeah, It's, he, it's it, who he is. He just well, hires who he wants. He does what he wants. He doesn't care. He's just like, I'm having fun. And then the audience, I guess... Which, just, like, yeah, I agree, I guess. Like, that's, that's awesome. You know what's funny? I feel like... Okay, so Robert Rodriguez, I, like... I knew who he was. Like, this is this is when, like, I knew who Robert Rodriguez was. Okay, ready? Um, do you remember the Grindhouse movies? Yes. One, one was by um, Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino, and one was by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, that is when I was like, oh, Robert Rodriguez. Okay. I, I recognize this, like, as a filmmaker. And then, like, Andrew introduced me to, like, a couple of his other films. So, like, I feel like that's when I, like, knew him as a director. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Grindhouse movies were great because it's, like, what a good juxtaposition between two different kind of filmmakers, and like yeah. it, 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 honestly just like movies that like completely showcase the type of movie that they make yeah <laughs> like, exactly like the platonic ideal of a Robert Rodriguez movie and the platonic ideal of like a <laughs> a uh, Quentin Tarantino movie yeah exactly it's so perfect because it's yeah. just like one is just uh, stop stop thinking just have yep. fun this is it, stupid Planet Terror is just is just fun and then the, the other one is uh, Quentin Tarantino's and it's death proof and I love it like I've, yeah. I've watched it like recently I think it's so good it's mm-hmm. so good. But anyway, okay. <laughs> and then I, I feel like, but I feel like the first movie of his that I saw and I really enjoyed was The Faculty, which like, <laughs> is like a weird, like, sort of sci-fi horror movie. Yes. <laughs> that is just fun. And then of course there's like Sin City, uh, which I think is the other one that I know. That's that like, I, he did the first one. Uh, he, did the, he did the second one too. He did the second one? Ooh, Sin City, a dame to kill for. Yeah. Oh, he did that one? Oh, I yeah. feel so bad. Yeah. You know, he also did a lead of Battle Angel, so it's like, it's not like he, he always gets hits, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. Which I did not see, by the way. <laughs> he did four Spy Kids movies, Dragon. Four of them. I mean, you got to pay the bills, man. I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do? And those definitely paid the bills. Oh, for fucking sure. And then he, he got to just make stupid movies, and then he put fucking Antonio Banderas in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he made Machete. Machete. <laughs> Which I de- I I definitely have seen, but I do not remember. <laughs> it's such a it's such it's similar to this, yeah. Like in that it's just a B movie. Yeah. It's a, like I, I I describe this as a B movie. It's not it's not supposed to, it's supposed to just be like this. It's basically like I, the only thing that would be better in this is if Antonio Banderas was a priest. Yeah. <laughs> and Selma Hayek was like a nun. Yeah. And yeah. then like that's that's the movie. 
the hottest non-priest couple in the world. Yeah, and they're no, they're not a couple. And then like the movie is about them. Oh, we're fighting our temptations. Yeah, but then also fighting crime. The, I will say this. So Desperado definitely felt like a, and I know that this makes sense for Robert Urgus, but it definitely felt like a B movie where. Um, that he just got good actors. Yes. <laughs> like he, he just like happened to get good actors to play in his B movie, which elevated it to like be a very fun B movie instead of like a kind of cringy, boring B movie. I and he say. got money to do it too. And he so got, he got money, explosions. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of dead bodies. Just so many squibs <laughs> yeah. going off left and right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I, th- I thought it was fun. I mean, I look this this movie generally like I thought Antonio Banderas is great in it. And I, th- I feel like he almost plays it comedically. Like, I think that there's a lot of, like, there- I laughed, I feel like, or, like, chuckled to myself more than a few times with Antonio Banderas that, like, where I'm not sure that I was supposed to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, like, so- when he's, like, when he's getting shot at and the guy, he's, not, he's loading his gun and not even moving. Yeah. And the, the other guy's trying to shoot him and he just yells out, You missed me Yeah, yes. Like there's that. that there's that. There's like the, the part where they're like sliding on across the bar, him and a guy and the gun thing. <laughs> where they, they they shoot each other but both of their guns are empty. So they like, crash to the ground and they each grab another gun and they shoot each other and both of the guns are empty and then they do it again and then they do it again and then they do it again. Yeah. And it's honestly very funny. <laughs> very funny. Yeah, a lot of the action scenes are like funny. They're yeah. they're funny. They're not meant. To, I don't. They, in no way was he like, oh, this wouldn't make sense, or oh, this character wouldn't do that. He's just like, nah, nah, nah. Let's just make this funny. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. The I I I thought that was good. I I thought some of the other stuff like lagged a little bit. Like I I didn't like. Uh, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just like the, the like the part with the little kid. Um, I was like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, it wasn't. I, I didn't need it. Yeah, I didn't need any of that. Um, Selma Hayek is amazing. What a good actress that woman is. She is really good. Yeah. And also looks amazing in this movie. Yeah. Oh, she just like, wild. There's a scene, like when she is introduced, basically two cars crash into each <laughs> other and the guy is still looking out the window like catcalling her. And I'm just like, yo, I get it. I yep. get it. I mean, what can you do? Like, I, under, I understand. It's just what she looks like, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it is it is mildly unfair that somebody that beautiful is also such a good actress. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, mildly unfair. But anyway, so, so I like I really like that. I thought like the the twist in this I thought was like a little. Uh, it's hilarious. Yeah, it it is kind of funny, but it was it also explains a lot because like there's a scene where Antonio Banderas like has a shot. Uh, to kill the dude that he's been like looking to kill this whole time and he doesn't yeah. take it and some hack is like what the fuck and i was along with her i was like what the fuck are you doing dude don't get conscience now like are you supposed to do this like in some kind of like respectful way what the what the fuck and then you find out that they're brothers and you're just like oh <laughs> there, there's also one other scene that makes sense knowing that which is um so after antonio just destroys that bar mm-hmm. basically kills like i'm gonna say he kills 35 people oh easily yeah. <laughs> easily uh, after he destroys that bar, kills 35 people, um, and the, the basically the, the bad guy shows up to the bar and is like, the fuck, like looking around at it, like mm-hmm. he, hears, he hears something from outside and he open, when he opens the door, he sees that kid playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. And the kid was playing something that Antonio had shown him. He was like, because Antonio uh, showed yep, him, like, yep, play yep. this all the time yep. and, then, and then you'll get good. And... Um, what, what it is is like that actor here the that character hears that sound and he's like like you don't realize it until you watch it a second time but you're like oh he's thinking wait a minute that's my brother's that's the mm. thing my brother used to play all the time i didn't i didn't catch on to that 
Yeah, because it's something that you only catch on a second viewing. Right, that makes sense. That but makes I was sense. like, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing here to indicate that until, until you find out later on in the movie. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Did you like your, your boy and uh, Tarantino in it? Yeah. Yes, I kind of did actually. It was a good. Uh, it was a good joke. It was good goof that he uh, he told. Mm-hmm. It was very Tarantino esque. I feel like Tarantino wrote it. Yeah. I. I also he uh, apparently like he also directed his scene. That makes sense. And um, my favorite thing is when they shoot the guy he came in with, and he was just like, oh, oh, you know, me and uh, Buc- Buco, Bill Buco, we we go back a long time. <laughs> this guy, I, I just met this guy. Yeah. And he's just like. <laughs> it's so stupid and then when he goes into the stall and he's just like oh god this is shit yeah. stall <laughs> it, was, it was good I thought, I, thought, I, I thought it was good I think he was in it for the correct amount of time I wouldn't yes. have wanted him, in it, wanted him to be no, in it, for it any, had he any survived longer. it would have been like ugh yeah yeah um, but I did I did like him and again Steve Buscemi's in it it's weird I don't, I don't know why <laughs> I still don't know why <laughs> him and Robert Arias must just be friends is that what it was or is Quentin Tarantino um, I think it was in in this movie that he met uh what's his name that he met him and they just be like they they're friends so basically he just puts him in everything that's fine like literally in every fucking movie I mean honestly if I were friends with Steve Buscemi I would put him in every movie as well <laughs> I would like stick um, Steve not I'm not Steve I'm sorry I'm talking about uh Danny oh, Trejo oh Danny Trejo oh no I'm yeah, talking about I'm Buscemi sorry. uh Buscemi I think he's I you know I don't know I, I yeah. assume like fucking he he just I don't know. I, I, if, I, I just assume he's like, like a likable guy because a lot of people use him a I, lot. I also assume he's like, he seems like a likable guy, right? He was also a firefighter. I mean, come on. And also, like, he, he basically on 9-11, he went down there and was like, oh, the people need me <laughs> and helped out for like yeah. fucking eight days without anyone knowing. Yeah, that sounds about, well, again, he, he, was, a, he was a New York firefighter, wasn't he? Like, think of it this, yeah, think of it this way. He... He met Adam Sandler, and immediately Adam Sandler was like, I love you. I want you in 100% of my movies. <laughs> oh, what a, what a career. Steve Buscemi, national treasure. Yes, national treasure. Uh, absolute national treasure. You know what? I'm getting a little nervous. How old is Steve Buscemi? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, God. I'm, gonna look I'm looking it up. It up. No, I don't He's 64. Know. It's okay. We, he's, okay. we got time. He's 64. We got some time. Hopefully, we got time. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I like that. I literally was just like, oh, no. How old is he? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Danny Trejo is 77 years old. Really? That's crazy. Oh, wow. Okay. He well, it looks makes sense great. It makes sense because if you, um, if you watch his uh, movies, he can't walk. <laughs> he can barely walk anymore. Like in the Machete and Machete Kills, he's, he's basically, I mean, they have him walking, but he is just limping from scene to scene. Oh, yeah. poor Danny Trejo. Do you know how he got into, uh, he got into I ve- acting, I- right? I vaguely like he was. Uh, he he was, was. I know he was in jail for a while. Yeah, and he was a drug addict, mm-hmm. and so he was part of um, what's it called? He was part of a like the whatever. The, he, he was someone's sponsor, mm-hmm. and the guy was like, "Oh, you know." He, the, someone calls him and was like, "Oh man, I'm starting to get the urge. I'm starting to get the urge." And mm-hmm. he's like, "All right, I'll, I'll come by and I'll come by and like just hang out with you till till it subsides." Yeah. And so they're just hanging out, and then like, and what it was was like a movie set. Mm-hmm. So he, they were just sitting outside, and then the guy comes, like one of the guys comes out, and he's like, "You, you look perfect to play a uh, a thug in a jail." So <laughs> he, they put him in the movie, and then like he just starts making contacts, and he yeah. was actually uh, training a lot, some actors to be boxers, like not boxers, uh, but like he was giving them like boxing training to keep them in shape. Yeah. So and then and like he just that's how he just became an actor. 
That's wild. I, I, he does have the perfect look for like a lot of <laughs> like it's very very specific characters. I mean, yeah, it's like I need a badass who looks like a gang member. Yeah. And like really badass. Like he looks I need a man who looks very weathered, but he's yeah. also good looking. Yeah. And it's like I I got just a man for you. Danny yeah. Trey. Yeah, don't worry, guys. Guess what? He, people love working with him too. <laughs> He's a nice guy, apparently. Yeah, I mean, look, I feel like you get if you're a nice human being, people enjoy being around you, and then you like good things will happen, right? I mean, you say that, but you know, I've been a piece of crap most of my life, and people seem to just keep hanging out. <laughs> you're such an idiot liar. <laughs> that was me being nice. Did you see that? Thank you. Thank you. Calling you an idiot liar was me. <laughs> thank being you nice. so much. You're welcome. I'm just glad that you said thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah, Denny Trejo seems really cool, honestly. <laughs> um, oh, Dragon, did you enjoy the which action scene? Because there's two, there's three major action scenes, right? Mm-hmm. There's the the one in the beginning, which is Steve Buscemi telling the story. Yeah. Then there's the the the, the bar scene, which mm-hmm. is when the, all the guns he uses all the guns, and then yep. the last one where he calls in his two friends. Yeah. Which action scene did you enjoy the most? Okay, so in I enjoyed it the most. I liked the bar scene. I mean, that's okay. just like that's just amazing. Mm-hmm. That must have been like half their budget at least. Like <laughs> okay. that, that scene. That scene was really fun, and it's long too. It's like an yeah. incredibly long scene. It's incredibly long, but yet they, like nothing feels repeated. He no. keeps doing different things. Agreed, agreed. Uh, so I like that scene. I, I thought the one at the end I was a little over the top. <laughs> a little? <laughs> Mildly over the top. Well, there's also, uh, are, is, are you counting that scene That scene as, oh shit, now I'm forgetting my timeline in the movie. Does that scene start with her uh, bookstore getting burned down? No, that's no, um, that's a, that's kind of a separate like mini one. When that's yeah. like oh, that starts with their with their sex scene, which is not great to be honest. No, I, I even look. I wrote down in my notes like they, it was. First off, they're playing porn music to set it. First, okay, we got let, let <laughs> not me a good about not this. a good let's, sex scene. Let's talk about the sex scene, okay? okay? Number one. Yep. Antonio is sitting there in her bed. Yep. Right, shirtless, and she's like, "Oh, pl- show play the guitar with me," and I'm like, "Bro, you take you got to take the hint." Yeah. Like, she is basically throwing herself at you right now. And he's just like, no, 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 no focus on the guitar. And I'm like, bro, like, who are you? Right. Really? Yeah, right. What's wrong with you? Then, and the entire scene, the porn music is playing. Yeah, it's not great. It's not and great. And then the sex scene it's is also, just It's this, shot a little weird. And like, I, I don't know. Where did he get all the candles? <laughs> did they go, all right, hold on. We're about to, we're about to crush puss. But first, I gotta set up like two hundred candles around us, yeah. Just in case, and then and then the worry is there's a fire. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, oh, this place is gonna go in flames. And there's then a, it's like, oh, although, here now we gotta do some foreplay where I'm like using my spur. Okay, I was then, just like, about thinking. to say that. Listen, out of the whole sex scene, out of everything about it, I was like, this is not really working for me. Like, I don't, I don't, I do not love this. And then he got the spur out, and I was like, back in. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, we're, he's he's doing foreplay. He's doing spur play. (laughs) Spur play. He's kissing the back. They got candles everywhere. He brought the spurs in. I fucking love this. This is amazing. Uh, uh, Anyway, yeah, no, that that sex scene was not very good. Immediately, once that sex scene ends, ends, you see Bucho with his chick, 
and he is just laying there <laughs> looking like the most bored human being in existence as he's smoking a guitar <laughs> looking yeah. off into the distance as his his chick is just like fucking jumping on him in in full in a full bra and panties oh, i was yeah. like they're he not having fully sex dressed. <laughs> like they just had a seat and they show they show like um Salman Hayek naked mm-hmm. and then they go right into this one where it's just this random woman who i don't know if she has a line <laughs> she's just like full-on brown panties and just like jumping up and down like ridiculous levels of of of, yeah. of action going on there absolutely ludicrous we, we have a nomi level of <laughs> jumping in her sex scene it was a nomi level it's like you watch showgirls and was like give me this attitude during this sex scene i need this but only but from with, you but with your clothes on yeah Thank you. And, and, and action. Um, <laughs> wait, can we talk about, I, I was just looking at my notes. Uh, so, so you find out that Sama Hayek, this is not about the sex scene, any, by the way. So if I'm, okay, can I just, can I just say yes, one yes, thing yes. before we move Go. on from the sex scene? Cause I thought, I thought the whole podcast was going to just be the sex scene. <laughs> okay. So that was, that's my mistake. Um, can I just say, th- then they show Antonio waking up and the way they show her awake, like strumming the guitar singing. Yep. She she immediately caught feelings. <laughs> like this is you know what I understand what the problem is. Well, she has bad taste in guys she <laughs> for sure. Immediately caught feelings. She they crushed puss once, and she was like, oh, she, let me I'm gonna sing you a, a love song as you're sleeping. Bro, mm. literally this woman. Here's what happens. Okay, ready? Their meet cute is him getting shot. His their meet cute is he he saves her, her down, and then and he gets, gets shot. Yeah, gets shot. Then she's like, I'm gonna. Pull the bullet out of your yes. shoulder. That's their flirting. <laughs> That's their flirting is her doing minor surgery on him. Yeah. And, I, and he was like, why don't you take me to the hospital? And she's like, oh, you don't want to go there. And I was like, no, he probably should go to the hospital, yeah. actually. To which then they, they later take a kid to the hospital. And I'm like, now they take it? That, oh, so, so Antonio can't go, but the kid can go? Yeah, exactly. Well, she couldn't do minor surgery on the kid. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess it's because she's like, this is how I'm going to get get this this crush is by doing surgery on him yeah she was like i know it'll get him hot and hot and bothered <laughs> we're gonna pull a bullet out of his <laughs> and also out of his arm say, and then cauterize it with a cigarette <laughs> yeah and let me just say his acting in that scene is fucking hilarious like when he drinks the water and then the first of all he's constantly groaning because she she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing yeah and then he drinks water and she's just like hot water and he just like spits it out and he's like woman you're trying to kill me <laughs> Can we can we also talk about okay not n- not nothing about the sex scene or at least I didn't notice this in the sex scene. Uh, so he um, <laughs> did you notice his face during the action scenes in like the slow mo? He was making the the weirdest yeah, faces. Of, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I kind of like I guess like yeah in real life you'd be making these weird faces because you're like really concentrating hard, but like wow it doesn't lend itself to, <laughs> to you looking like a badass which i think is why so a lot of this felt comedic because it was like his face is just too silly to have this not be funny <laughs> that's a good point all right dragon you were you were saying oh something okay the, the only thing i wanted to say because i thought i this was insane to me is uh you find out that salma hayek has been being paid off by bucho right yeah um, everyone is. Everyone is. Everybody in the town is. But she's been get, getting paid off just to allow her bookstore to be like the drop-off place for, yes. for stuff. Uh, she's getting paid $50,000 a yes. year. But do you know how much that is in today dollars? I'm going to say 200000 No, no, no. You want right. to keep guessing or no? <laughs> no, keep going. Go, go, go. Okay, it's $91,000 a year. $91,000 a year to do nothing. 
the, that's the great. Little, oh, Jesus. That's and great. She, and by the way, I would also take that. I would off. also take that deal. I'd be like, yes. Every, and everyone in the town is paid off. So, like, once you paid off the cops, like, why bother paying anyone else off? Who gives a right? shit? Right? It just it doesn't make any sense. But maybe he's like one of those, uh, you know, I'm I'm helping the community drug dealers. <laughs> maybe he's <laughs> oh, one so of those he's, guys. How Pablo of him? Yeah, very very Pablo of him. Um, so anyway, that, that, that I just wanted to point that out because that is a lot of money and I would also take that money, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, question. Yes. Did you love the Antonio singing scene? Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, he, he's lip singing, so I'm not like, you know. I mean, yeah, it's, it, that's true. But still, he was like acting it out. He's fucking yeah. playing the guitar. You know, he's doing everything. He's yeah. basically doing what uh, what all the other performers do, which is they pre-record something and they just sing along to it. Yeah, yeah, that that is fair. That is fair. No, I think he did a good job. Um, I I don't know. I I the the only I only have like a couple other notes that we haven't um, really gone over. So uh, did you do you feel well pre- represented in this movie because in the opening <laughs> scenes? Oh, you mean like the dumb tourists that the were coming? Women who were complaining. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the kids that were trying to come into the bar uh, to uh, <laughs> after like oh, yeah. their dead bodies everywhere. Uh, yeah, very well represented. Extremely spot on, I assume. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for like white kids going to Mexico for a uh, <laughs> spring break. Pretty much. I I thought that I thought I actually thought that was really funny. I laughed I laughed at both of the scenes. Um, did you like the the uh, Antonio Banderas badass moment where she said, uh, where he says, "Did I say thank you?" and she says, "No," and he said, "I will," and just walks oh, away. He does that a couple of times. He does do that a couple of times, mm-hmm. but then like the, the last time, it's almost immediately he's like, "Oh yes, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because she says, "No, you have to you have to apologize now," and mm-hmm. he's like, "Okay, yeah," because that's what he was looking for. He's he, trying. You have to realize he's a he's a he's a free man. He's free. Right. Okay. He's not looking. For, he's not. He's looking for someone who can meet him at his level. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's who he is. That's the character. All right. Maybe not someone who's going to attach feelings two seconds after. The <laughs> How good must she, those spurs must have really done it for her? <laughs> Listen. You know. You. You. you, you nothing ventured. Nothing gained. Bro. Are you taking notes? <laughs> I. I'm gonna I don't go know where you're going to get spurs, spurs right but. <laughs> Amazon, I guess. I don't know what you're going to do. You actually have to fly to Mexico to get them. It's a requirement. Can, can I just say, the scene where... The, okay, the, the book-burning scene. Fucking Selma Hayek comes out. She she just grabs anything that she can wear, first off. Yep. And, like, she grabs high heels to run away. <laughs> so, and then puts them on as she's running away. I got, The impression that I got is she only had high heels. <laughs> that, that's fine. But then you, why would you even wear them if you're I running away? I have, I, have no, I have no idea. I thought it was, it was like, cute. It was kind of cute. It was, like, a cute little thing. Mm-hmm. I can just uh, also see Robert Rodriguez being like, and then get this. You're going to grab two different types of high heels. <laughs> she's like, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, um, and then, of course, the big scene of the big bur- book burning scene ends because they jump from one building to another. And I guess the bad guys were like, well, they jumped to the other building. I guess they got away. Which is also hilarious. I was like, they're be- they would be very visible on this rooftop right now. Like, there's <laughs> no way they wouldn't be visible. They're like screaming mm-hmm. on the rooftop. They're, they're literally a block away. They sat there and watched the building get burnt. They didn't even go like, maybe we should move because they might be looking for us. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. The bad guys did like, a, oh, you can't cross this like we're out of your territory blah 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 <laughs> doesn't oh. make any sense all right um 
Anything else? What other thoughts do you have? I, I, I think that's about it. Like, I didn't, I, I honestly, you know, I, I thought this movie was, like, fun in some parts and dragged in other parts. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it either. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was, like, of its time. After yeah, we, it's a very 90s movie. Yeah, yeah. After we watched it, Andrew was like, Andrew was like, I feel, because I was like, I thought it was okay. And he was like, yeah, I feel like it's actually more of, like, a guy's movie. Like, he was like, it's, it, it, I'm not surprised that he, he said he was not surprised I didn't love it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I think what it is is like, uh, look, it's not going to be interesting. Just have fun. Yeah. Like, it just, just, this is literally like the definition of turn your brain off and have fun movie. Agreed. Like, this is it. Where it's like, you don't have to think too hard. In fact, if you think too hard, then you start having questions. And then it's like, no, you're not, like, you, how are you going to enjoy this if you were asking questions? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And it, that that isn't even to say that stuff in the movie doesn't make sense, because I think it does. I just think no, it's but like... it's just like, <laughs> there's a lot of pointless stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's just a lot of stuff where I'm like, meh, it's fine. Yeah, it's, the action was fun, and the, it was like pretty well acted. Like, mm-hmm. Selma Hayek and Antonio Banderas are fun to watch. Can I also say how funny it was, the scene where Bucho, Bucho is very mad <laughs> that they can't find Antonio? Because uh-huh. basically he sends them out and says, look, kill everyone who doesn't work for us <laughs> and they can't seem to fucking find antonio banderas i did think that was funny and then he's like he's just standing there like about to reprimand all these people he's like how hard is it if you see someone you don't know you shoot them and he's like look that guy <laughs> who is he i don't know who he is he's got a gun and then he just fires it at his own guy <laughs> Yeah, and then he's like, "Look, who's that guy?" And then all the like, people just start running away. <laughs> um, I did, I did think that was funny. Actually, I will, I will give you that. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, of course, you know, of course, they always have to make the Colombians the bad guys. Dragon, mm-hmm. do you find that racist? <laughs> yeah, very racist, very, uh, very racist against Uberto specifically. Can, can you believe this? This is why we should only watch Encanto from now on. <laughs> Uh, have you watched that with your mom yet? Uh, no, no. I have to. I have to prep myself for that because it's like you, you don't understand. I will be a blubbering mess, and I just. I can't. I can't do that. I can't mm-hmm. do it. Like I'm not even joking. I will just. I will be the the blubbering the blubbering child who's just uh, who can't talk because he's too busy crying. You, you know that that thing when you see like a five year old who's crying but also trying to talk. Yep, that's you. That, that's gonna be me. <laughs> okay. if, if I if my mom fucking if I watch that movie with my mom, so I have to get into the right mental space and then I can watch it with my mom. Okay, fair. All right, all right, dragon. So those are your final thoughts. Yeah, those are my final thoughts. What are your Would final? You give this oh, go ahead. Go movie ahead. a. Would you give this movie a smashly or a trashly? I would still give it a smashly. I think it, I still think it's worth watching. It's just like it wasn't for me, I think necessarily, but I, I think it is an enjoyable movie overall. Um, Bertabo, what what about you? Final thoughts? Um, final thoughts is I I just think that like it's a very interesting movie, and I felt that it was more interesting than it is good, mm-hmm. which is honestly like kind of like I would rather watch a very interesting movie than mm-hmm. a very good movie a lot of times, especially if we're gonna do it for the podcast. Um, like I would even watch a bad movie if it's interesting. Yeah, and I think that would be better than watching just a plain average good movie. Yeah, like, I I think that's know? true. Uh, so I thought I just thought it was very interesting, especially if we just do one. If we're gonna do one '90s action movie, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, let's do Desperado because it was very like over the top in a yeah. lot of things. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but no, I, I, I rewatched it being like, man, I hope, I hope the action holds up. I hope the, that it's still fun. Mm. And I hope that like the boring parts aren't too boring. So I won't, uh, you know, I won't enjoy it. But uh, no, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely felt that it, it, it holds up if you are looking for this type of movie. Yeah, agreed. All right. And oh, sorry, I give this a six out of 10. Okay. Yeah, fair, but fair, fair. I think, I, I, I think I that's think fair. You're, I think your description is perfect in saying that it is a, it's a B movie with good actors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, a hundred percent. I agree. Um, okay, Berto, right. you wanna you wanna find out what we're watching next week? Yes, since I chose this week, you get to pick next week, Dragon. What are mm-hmm. we watching next week? So, <laughs> which Antonio Banderas movie are we doing for Antonio Januarez? <laughs> so, oh, that's a good one, Januarez. That's I like. No, I got it. I finally um, got it. I. Uh, so I, I I'm sorry, bro. I don't think this movie has Antonio Banderas in it. I think I fucked up. I'm I I'm, I apologize. I tr- truly apologize. Uh, but we are going to watch um, a little movie from 1991. Okay, really not very well known. Okay, no, nobody's seen it. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, it is Silence of the Lambs. Never <laughs> heard of it. Directed by Jonathan Demme, <laughs> starring Jodie Foster, Anthony Hopkins, Ted Levine, Scott Glenn, and uh, uh, Anthony Heald. It is one hour and 58 minutes, and it's currently streaming on Prime. Now, I've never heard of this, and it might be because I'm currently on the, on the uh, Antonio Banderas Wikipedia. Uh-huh. <laughs> trying to find so, his. So you, you're like, I don't see him credited. Yeah, for, I don't for see, I don't see it. It's so weird. I guess this one doesn't. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was like an uncredited like, <laughs> couple of lines he had. 91, he did Tiet. I mean, he wasn't even doing uh, English movies at this point. And in fact, like, now that I'm looking at it, uh, Philadelphia was like his first, uh, I guess you could say, American movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So he did Philadelphia. He did this movie called Of the Love of Shadow. Oh, that's a Chilean movie. Mm. So he did Philadelphia. Then mm-hmm. he did Interview of a Vampire. Perfect. Then he did fucking um, Desperado. Uh-huh. Like, th- th- and, and then after that, he was, it was off to the fucking races. He what did, a career. He did Assassins. He did Evita, Mask of Zorro, 13th Warrior. Like, th- that's the problem. It's like they just kept giving him action movies. And it is like, oh, you know, he's he's actually a good actor. <laughs> he doesn't have to be all action. Uh, yeah, that's very fun. Yeah, uh, right. yeah, so, yeah uh, Anyway, we, yeah, we're doing Silence of the Lamps. <laughs> so we're doing, um, what's it called? We're doing the Mask of Sorrow? <laughs> yes, Silence of the Lamps. <laughs> oh. Can I just watch Mask of Sorrow? You can, yeah, you're allowed. Can I watch Expendables 3? Because he he's actually fucking great in that movie. <laughs> if, you, if you would like. Okay. You can watch whatever you want. I will be watching Silence <laughs> of the Lamps. <laughs> Okay, okay, I guess. Okay, Berto? I guess. Oh, God. All right, Dragon. Why don't you go ahead and send us off? Oh, I thought you never said that. Okay, bye! Okay, bye!